Welcome to the Drunk Dietitians Podcast, co-hosted by your favorite tipsy registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, co-owner of Dietitians of Palm Valley, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. Us dietitian besties can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We're also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we're medical professionals, we are human too. We are not afraid to share our deepest secrets and how years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So grab your favorite cocktail and join us for our favorite casual happy hour and expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. Cheers. Welcome back everyone to Drunk Dietitians. Today, Sam and I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Andrea or Andy Mathis, owner of Beautiful Eats and Things and also Little Eats and Things, which we dive really deep into the difference between those two brands um, today in this episode. Andy is a registered dietitian and 100% entrepreneur food blogger, which her, if you browse her Instagram, I mean, the colors, the food just like invites you right in. And we got to talk all about the inspiration behind that and her brands all today. Yeah. And it was super impressive to see like with her branding, she has, um, two like complete, I don't want to say completely separate. Cause of course they're both related to food, but the one she explains as beautiful eats and things, her grown and sexy brand. And then <laughs> her other one, little eats and things is more tips for moms and toddler nutrition and kind of helping, um, mothers or, or, you know, parents in general with picky eaters. So, you know, amidst all of that, she was wearing her shirt that is also on her store, like her online store that said like curvy, check, proud, check, registered dietitian, check. And I feel like that just so like eloquently explains Andy and um, all that she's about. Yeah. And her TikTok video that has gone mega viral, which I feel like is a theme with our guests recently. Like we have so many TikTok famous people on here. It's amazing. Um, but Andy has a viral video that really explains that like, yes, I'm curvy. Yes, I'm a dietitian. And it continues on and it's really awesome. And it's just amazing to see, you know, how she just shares her passion and love and just, it's, she's just awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we won't give it too much away, but I feel like we also like put something in the universe with her today yeah. that like maybe we'll see coming from her. We don't know, but, um, we, I think just hearing her story today, I think there is a lot inside of her that could be a gift that she could give to so many if she continues to share her story like she did with us today. Well, you guys enjoy this episode. We're super excited to share it. And now I'm going to have a snack with the foods that we talked about in this episode today because she made it all sound so good. So can't wait to hear what you guys think and enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Dietitians. Today, we have the honor of interviewing Andy or Andrea, but goes mostly by Andy Mathis, mm -hmm. who is 
a registered dietitian. She is the creator of Beautiful Eats and Things and the owner of Little Eats and Things. So thank you, Andy, so much for being here with us today. Thank it's like, you so much for having me. It's impossible not to smile in your presence. Okay. <laughs> like, you just so much positivity. Thank you. Yeah. When we share this, a pits of the recording, everyone will see like how wide our smiles really are yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And before, I definitely want to just hand over the mic and allow you to introduce yourself, but I just want to give our following a little bit of a background of kind of why we reached out to you. And so I had like, before we hopped on this interview, I, I like scripted a little timeline. Cause I was like, okay, cause I know we booked this a while ago. So I was yes, like, okay, we, we, so I, I came across your TikTok first, which again, your Instagram, your TikTok blow us away. But, um, my business partner had sent me one of your TikToks. Um, it was specifically, I think it was like one of your first, like five you created. Yeah. Um, on Got May it. 1st, and <laughs> it has over 600,000 views at this point. Yeah. And it talks about um, some of the lines in it were like, I've never seen a black dietitian before. Yeah. RDs come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. And I was yeah. like, I need to talk to her. Like, <laughs> we, we, we have to talk to her. Yeah. And I was like, because back on episode one, we were talking about how, and now we have those stats of, I think it's like 2.6 dietitians are black, and how yeah. no one's talking about. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Um, how it's just very under talked about. So mm-hmm. of course we set this, this interview up with you, but you know, in that, in the midst of all of this, yeah. something so much bigger has gone on in the world. And of course on May 25th, George Floyd lost his life to, mm-hmm. you know, police brutality. And so, um, we just, we know that this conversation can go so many ways and we just want to first thank you for being here. And, um, of course, before we dive into that, okay. I, I want you to introduce yourself, but I just kind of wanted to set the stage of like, we wanted to talk about this before and now more yeah. than ever, our, our ears and our hearts and our eyes are open to, to hand you the mic and hear whatever okay. you want to share with us. Sure. Well, a little background information. Um, you know, I'm Andrea Mathis. Most people call me Andy. And I am from Birmingham, Alabama, born and raised, still live here. Um, and I have two boys, you know, uh, ages three and five. So I'm a mom, I'm a wife, uh, trying to run the blog. So um, my schedule's really busy. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always, um, you know, trying to find that balance. But um, before I started the blogs, I worked as a dietitian, like a clinical dietitian, um, and also a long-term care dietitian for a little bit over eight years. So I was in that field and trying to start the blog at the same time, which was really stressful. But as the blog kind of started to grow, that's when I felt a little bit comfortable leaving my full-time job. And I started focusing on this uh, full-time. So um, it was a scary decision, but it was definitely worth it. But, um, but yeah, that's, so that's kind of the background information what kind of led me to the blogging space. What led you, if you don't mind me asking, like what led you to the field of dietetics? Because I feel like every dietitian has such a different story about how they were drawn in or what made them most of us didn't know the dietetic internship ever existed until yeah. we had to apply to it that's it <laughs> no. yeah. like what what led you to say like i'm passionate about nutrition or dietetics so where did that all start for you well um like it started in high school like you know i've always been 
curvy girl, thick girl, you know, so like I've tried so many different diets and everything. So um, I was interested in that aspect of it, you know, and then um, my uh, home ec teacher, she was a dietitian. And uh, so she was talking to me about, you know, her profession and kind of like what, um, you know, she did and everything and how she went about becoming a dietitian. So I became really interested in that. And that's what led me to kind of research the career a little bit more. But like, honestly, at first, I thought dietitian was okay, so you tell people how to go on diets, you know, <laughs> like, that's what the career is about. And, you know, so I was like, this will be perfect for me, you know, I can learn about diets, learn how I can go on a diet, teach other people how to go on a diet, you know, so um, that's how it started. But I'm so glad that I researched it to learn that it's way more than that, you know, so. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, I will say some dietitians still are putting people on diets. I think we need to, you know, I, I think we need to call a spade a spade and put that out there. Is, yeah. I, I'm sure maybe you've worked with a client or someone who said like, you know, I've seen a dietitian before and yeah. it kind of turned me off. And then they find some other dietitians that maybe have more of a peaceful relationship with food yes. and body. And mm -hmm. so just clarifying that for anyone listening, yes. that if they've ever met with a dietitian that put them on a diet, us three are sorry on that behalf. Yeah, sorry. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let me apologize on behalf of my I profession. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and Andrea, so are you in private practice as well or fully 100% food blogger? It's a fully food blogger right now. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't thinking, like, even thinking about private practice or, like, seeing clients, but lately I've been getting so many requests for that, um, and it's surprisingly, like, it's not for, oh, I need to be put on a diet, or can I have, like, a meal plan? It's, it's well, can you help me with my relationship with food? Mm. And I was like, wow, you know, it's so many people that need, you know, that type of um, help and education. So I've been thinking about that, not really sure, but do it. Who knows? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We're, put, we're putting it in the universe. Right yeah. Now. Uh, well, I think I, I was just going to say, I think it's probably because you exude so much positivity mm, as it you. connects to food on your page. Like you mm. make all of these recipes that I'm staring at on all your platforms right mm. now, just like look so appealing that I think there's a lot of people that don't connect to food as it being happy yeah. um, and trying to connect with people that that's their message is everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say that's exactly what I was going to say, Jenna. And then I think the second part of that too comes into this entire body positive like movement that yeah. you are a part of and you're leading. And I think people look at you and say, she's curvy. Mm -hmm. She's happy. She's healthy. Mm -hmm. I want that. Like, yeah. and, and and like Jenna said, you exude that not only with food, but your, your relationship with your body as well. Mm -hmm. And so kind of shifting into that conversation, mm -hmm. like when you shared that TikTok video that says mm -hmm. like, I'm black, I'm a dietitian, yeah. I'm curvy, doesn't matter your color or shape. Like, did you expect it to have like to go viral yeah. and for people to positively respond. It's still like, growing. Like, yeah. It is. And like, I, well, what was funny is that I made the video and I was really hesitant about posting it because I was like, I don't want to offend anybody, you know? So I kept it in my drafts for like a really long time. And I was like, I'm not going to post this. I don't want any negative feedback from it because, you know, I'm not about negativity. So um, I held on to it for a while and then I just put it out there. I was like, you know what? It needs to be, you know, seen. So um, I put it out there and surprisingly yeah I got a lot of views and and positive comments um from that so 
Can I ask you a silly question? Sure. What does your husband think about watching you do TikToks? Because mine will walk in the background and be like, seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, (laughs) like my husband, he hates it. Like he will cringe (laughs) every time I do like a dance or a video. He was like, are you really going to post that? Like he said, you know what you look like. And I'm like, and it's not, he's not trying to be mean, but he's like, okay, you look a little awkward doing that dance. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I don't care, you know, like, I'm just posting it, because I'm, try- I'm just having fun, I don't care, you know, that I look silly, but yeah, he's, like, <laughs> covering his eyes, like, don't post that. <laughs> That's exactly the same over here. Yeah. yeah. Same. My husband mm-hmm. gets, like, angry at me, and I'm, like, yeah. you don't understand, you don't even have a TikTok, like, you yeah. don't even, you don't get it, so mm-hmm. just stay away from yeah. my TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, we just want to create a safe space to if, if, and invite you into the space. If you're open to talk about like, since you've posted that and now with everything that's going on in the world, like have people been reaching out to you after seeing that with, you know, just Mm -hmm. what's going on? Like, how has that impacted it? Um, well, I've had, um, a few dietitians that have reached out and, um, you know, just kind of, um, I guess co-signed the message and was like, yeah, you know, I'm with you. I agree. Um, but mostly it's just been, you know, just the average, like my following, my readers, like just reaching out and saying, um, like, you know, honestly, I didn't know that a black dietitian existed. Like I've never seen that in my area. Um, I've never seen a dietitian that, you know, was my same size. So I'm getting a lot of that feedback and, um, you know, I wasn't offended by it. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, typically you don't see a black dietitian. You don't see one that looks like me, you know, um, on, on the regular. So, um, I was like, yeah, you know, that's why I'm trying to kind of change that hopefully, you know, kind of put myself out there so people can see, you know, that we come in different shapes, different sizes, different colors. Um, you know, so it's been positive, a lot of positive feedback. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So good. And I love your post today. So today is June 12th um, uh-huh. <laughs> about just fitness. First of all, I love that shirt. But Thank you. Talk us through, you say on here, you love hula hooping and doing virtual workout classes like before it was trendy. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? <laughs> well, like um, I like, uh, it's one girl that I like to watch. She does, well, she was doing the yoga classes. I think her name was Mandy. Um, so she was doing a few of those yoga classes on Instagram. So I really like that. Um, I bought a hula hoop because I, I used to know how to hula hoop pretty good. Um, but I bought it and I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like I can't keep it up. So like, I'm trying to like YouTube some videos, like, okay, I need to get back into this. Cause I was like pretty good. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what happened? So yeah. So um, anything that keeps me moving, but you know, like I can also have fun, you know, that's, I'm all about it. I love it. <laughs> that joyful movement yeah, or that yeah. idea of like actually enjoying the movement that we engage in mm-hmm. is, is so special yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Jen and I are like looking at each other. I'm like, I'm going to ask a question. You're going to ask me. Jenna, you, Jenna, you go first. I was just going to ask, so can you talk to us about the inspiration behind your food? Because I see just so many different types of food. Again, I'm obsessed with the colors, but you. you know, there's just so much different variety on here. Mm-hmm. A lot of culture comes through and yeah. just, again, it exudes happiness, which is yeah. seriously just inspiring and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think why 
you know, more people want to be working with you is very clear. Um, but there's so many different fun combinations. So can you talk to us about where you get the inspiration for what you're sharing and really what it means to you to share this work with your audience? Yeah. So um, a lot of it, of course, is like Southern inspired, you know, food. So, um, you know, <laughs> and of course, like, uh, you know, most Southern food is a little bit decadent, you know, it's, um, you know, a little bit rich. So I try my best to find like healthier versions or try to um, make healthier versions of these dishes and, um, you know, kind of put my spin on it. And so I try to make them easy, you know, because I'm like, if I don't have a lot of time in the kitchen, maybe someone else doesn't have a lot of time in the kitchen. So they're usually, you know, fairly easy, really simple. Um, and most of them, you know, are nutritious. I do have some recipes, like especially around the holidays that may, you know, be a little bit more rich, but I also try to say that it's all about balance. You know, you can still put in some of those foods and it's okay. So yeah, just kind of get inspired by my Southern background. I love it. The Southern mm -hmm. flair. So how, <laughs> how have you, cause we have the beautiful eats and things account. Yes. And then I've seen like this little eats and things. Mm -hmm. So which one came first and like, was that inspired? Like did one inspire the other and how did that yeah. come to be? Yeah, I started with beautiful eats and things first. Um, and then, so um, I, you know, I have kids, so I wanted to also post like stuff, you know, like that's helpful for parents, you know, teachers. Mm -hmm. And, but I kind of felt that I had two different audiences. Like I didn't want to load up the beautiful eats and things page, like with toddler plates and stuff, mm -hmm. but I was also like giving cocktail recipes. Like I just <laughs> felt like it didn't kind of like it go that well. So I wanted yeah. to create a different space where I can just put all the kid-friendly stuff over there, you know, the activities, the crafts, the recipes, and keep kind of beautiful eats and things like for that grown and sexy vibe, you know? Like. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, wait though, can you be honest and tell us, do your kids like healthy foods or do they give you troubles? Because they you know what? All they, of healthy foods. <laughs> they like, they like both, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> And it's, it's crazy because like sometimes like if I buy some cookies, like I bought some apples and we also have some Oreos in, in the cabinet. So, but they were asking for apples. Like they'll be like, no, we want some apples. Can you please, you know, like chop it up for us. So yeah, they, it's both for them, which I love, you know, so like they know that, okay, I can have banana. I can also have a cookie, you know, it's just, you know, yeah, they balance it out. That's it sounds so like awesome. it sounds like they're naturally intuitive yeah, eaters. I know exactly. They really it makes, are. It makes sense because coming, you know, you're their mother, and you're mm -hmm. like you said, you're exuding that that balance with them yes. and having everything in the house and no restrictions. Yes. So I would love to hear from you because we have all different kinds of listeners. So if we're talking about little eats and things right mm -hmm. now, like when you think about that brand that you've created, like what are a lot of the questions you get? with if it's mothers or fathers or parents reaching out for toddler like nutrition tips mm -hmm. or eating tips or exposure to different foods what are some mm -hmm. of the the main themes or questions you get on there um i would probably say the most common one um is like about the picky eaters you know about like how can i get my child to try like different foods and you know because they'll be stuck kind of on this one meal that they want every day and um and i completely get it because my kids can be the same way and I always suggest to pair those like familiar foods, prepare those, you know, comforting foods with something different. Uh, like my kids love grilled cheese sandwiches. So um, I started putting spinach in the grilled cheese sandwiches. And, you know, of course they were like, okay, it's something green in my sandwich. 
but they still ate it because the taste was still really good, something that they were familiar with. So I just always recommend to pair, you know, those two things and it usually works. So it's kind yeah. of my tip on that. Mm -hmm. That's such yeah. a great tip. Okay. I had a client ask me recently, like, well, what if I'm just not meant to be an intuitive eater? And I said, I'm like, but we're all born intuitive yeah. eaters. Like, do you ever watch a kid eat when they're mm -hmm. not hungry? They stop, yeah. right? Or so when they're true. hungry, they ask for food, um, which is just like, it's so beautiful to hear you connect that with how mm -hmm. you add in both of those foods and types yeah. of foods in your home. Mm -hmm. um, it's also really clear on your kids' smiling faces in the <laughs> pictures that they're very happy with the foods yeah. that they're eating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, are, they are. What are their names? Caden uh, is my youngest. He's three. And then uh, Christopher Jr., but we call him CJ. He's uh, five years old. They're so cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Have you noticed like w with your own children and your experience as a dietitian and running that account, like, do you notice big differences between their eating habits or are they pretty similar eaters or any like kind of reflection on, on their relationships with food? Um, I've noticed uh, because like, I'm just, I'm really um, big on not like trying to label like the foods good and bad, you know, like, oh, this is bad for you. You can't have this right now. Um, so I've really tried hard to get that for them to understand that. And so like I've noticed that, um, you know, they just don't, they just ask for what they want. And I like that, you know, it's like, whether it's, oh, can I have some broccoli or my, my youngest calls them trees. <laughs> he thinks they're trees. So he'll say, well, can I have like some of the little trees? And, or sometimes he'll ask for, you know, well, can I have some gummies? And I like that, you know, I'm just, I'm liking how they um, are not saying, well, this is bad. We can't have this because it'll make us fat. You know, like I don't want any of that talk in my house. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. So I'm, I'm loving the relationship they have with food right now. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Have if you don't mind us asking to like a more personal question, has your relationship with food always been this positive, like effortless, mm -hmm. peaceful relationship? Oh, no, no. <laughs> same. <laughs> if you listen to episode one, we are the same. But most dietitians, I feel like, walk that path. I'm interested to hear. Yeah, not at all. Like, my relationship, like I said, I've always, you know, been heavier um, than, you know, my, my sisters, than, you know, my classmates. So um, I've always been trying to, like, limit, you know, the amount of food that I eat. You know, I've always tried to be really strict and not eat too much so that either I can lose weight or maintain. So like throughout my whole, you know, growing up, like even uh, since elementary school, like I was uh, always watching what I was eating because I didn't want to gain weight or didn't want to, you know, um, end up being like too heavy. So I had a very unhealthy relationship with food growing up. And, um, and so I feel like that's what led me to become a dietitian which wasn't good, but now it is a good thing. But, you know, that's what kind of led me towards that way because I thought, okay, well, it can help me even more, you know, kind of restrict some things and, you know, I can lose weight. Um, but yeah, this, it's been a, it's been a struggle. So I feel like now in my older age, I have the positive and healthy relationship with food. So yeah, it just took a while to get there. Yeah. It's, Sammy's story from our first episode is very similar to yours as Sam, right? Like why you wanted to become a dietitian. And I wanted to find the magic answer. That's right. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, like just tell exactly me what right. to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
and, and then I found out there was no answer <laughs> yeah. or diet or pill or uh, anything that goes along with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's been a long road um, with that. I'm glad I am where I, where I am now, but before it was just um, a struggle and I really try to keep that a secret and I, you know, and it's like no one would ever question it because of my size. And I think I, I talked about that in one of my blog posts, like, um, especially like with, with black women, um, you know, we don't usually get questioned or asked, you know, if we have like a problem with food or if we, or if we're okay, or if we have an eating disorder, you know, those questions don't really pertain to us. And I feel like more people should be aware of those things. Um, you know, if you see someone, no matter what their size, you know, they could be, you know, whatever weight or whatever, but if you see that their eating patterns are off, you see, you know, you should still um, be concerned. And, you know, and I feel like, yeah, I, I grew up the whole time with no one even questioning it because I was never slim, you yeah. know, and I'm just like, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That like, looking at whether it be like orthorexia, like that obsession yeah. with food and, mm -hmm. and being healthy, right? Yeah. Or I'm using yeah. air quotes. Heavy air quotes. <laughs> yeah, heavy air quotes on <laughs> yeah. that word for people yeah. listening. But mm -hmm. so I think, you know, I would love to hear too, for me, like I thought going into dietetics, right? I was going to get that magic answer. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think a lot of our schooling is like teaching dietitians how to restrict people, how to, mm. you know, cut calories or, or limit portion sizes or yeah. so, so for you throughout becoming a dietitian and mm -hmm. entering this field, like what were some of the resources or how have you gotten to where you are today? Um, um, I, I mean, it's, it's not bad to say, but like through like my undergraduate studies and internship, um, that didn't really contribute to where I am today. You know, it was more so like just a personal experience. It was more so just having to um, get to know myself and find out what makes me happy, you know, and it, it was that because um, throughout my undergraduate and internship, I honestly questioned whether or not I wanted to continue to be a dietitian because of some of the experiences and things that I went through, um, you know, it wasn't as positive as I had hoped. And so that's why I'm like, well, it didn't really kind of help <laughs> towards the positive journey, um, you know, and I, and I hate that. And I feel like some people are still probably going through that struggle today. So, which isn't that great. Absolutely. And I think, thank you for sharing all of this. Yeah. And I think bringing awareness to it is mm -hmm. so important. And that's where like with um, intuitive eating and the health at every size movement and offering, like you said, yeah. fair healthcare, like questioning, how mm -hmm. are you doing? Or like yes. paying attention to behaviors, mm -hmm. regardless of the size of someone's body or the color of their skin. Like yeah. that's what the world needs more of. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, exactly. yeah. So bringing that awareness is so, so important. Mm -hmm. It is. And that's why, um, you know, I just, I wrote a blog post about that uh, maybe last year, kind of talking about, you know, that and just kind of taking away like from that physical appearance, you know, like don't look at, you know, not judge someone by their size, don't judge someone by their color, you know, just, um, you know, look at them and just, you know, observe some of their eating patterns or, you know, just do that observation to see if they're okay. Um, I just feel like sometimes that outward appearance can really cause us to kind of make a judgment, um, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not great because I feel like the people don't get the help that they really need because they're being judged, you know? 
the saddest thing of what like that makes me think of of what you just said is that it really Mm -hmm. starts in our healthcare system yeah yeah. right like this it's general people having those opinions is one level of bad but you know we take it further where Mm -hmm. there's doctor's offices that have statements about bmi still and yeah exactly Mm -hmm. you in insurance if your bmi is and i've seen that like my own in new jersey yeah Um, and there's just so much more work to be done yeah to bring up um, like social media celebrities or celebrities in general, but Lizzo mm-hmm. posted something yesterday. I think Did I, I saw that her video. I, it yes. like broke the internet. It was the greatest thing she's ever yeah. posted. And for like her, she obviously so eloquently said it. But for those who have not seen it, she posted like a video of all of her workouts. Mm-hmm. In, like a th- one minute, I think is all TikTok gives you a one minute video. Yeah workouts and it's like no I'm not working out to look like you like stop asking me that like I'm working out because I enjoy it and I think that that's like a whole other aspect of this whole conversation Mm -hmm. that you know preferences and health has nothing to do with our bodies most Mm -hmm. of the time like it is oh that was just so great we should link that in the show I loved her video (laughs) yeah I was gonna share that like on my uh, Instagram and do like a duet with her on TikTok because I was like, I love that. It'll go viral because (laughs) everything she does goes viral. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So are you. But I mean, that message was just so strong and it's followed up with, she posted something a couple months ago. I I actually reposted it on Instagram Mm -hmm. where she was talking about her confidence and where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, Her message is just so pure when it comes to exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I love how she's kind of bringing awareness to that. You know, people are always talking about what she should look like and, you know, and always saying, oh, well, she's going to get diabetes or she's, I'm like, you know, you don't, you can't judge that by looking at her size and, you know, so it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's great to see a black woman Mm -hmm. in a larger body Mm -hmm. being a role model to so many. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, like with her, her positive message and mm-hmm. um, yeah, exactly what you said with that whole diabetes post. She's like, I'd yeah. like to see y'all play the flute like me or like someone posted <laughs> exactly. that. I was like, I would pass out. First of all, I can't play the flute. So that's yeah. not an option. But secondly, like <laughs> yeah. the things that she does on the stage and the stamina and all of that. It's just. Yeah. Very talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So bringing this back to food. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I probably got us off track. No, no, I just am so enthralled with it. If there's one tip that you could share with our audience of, you know, wanting to enjoy the flavors like you were talking about of mm-hmm. Southern food or any food in general, like rich, delicious flavors and cooking it at home. Like what are some tips that you can share from your expertise for us beginners um, over here? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of the things that I love to use our recipes are like fresh herbs. Um, you know, I feel like it brings so much flavor to a recipe. And like, I actually have started like growing my own herbs. Like I have a little herb garden, um, you know, and I just, I just love to just put that in almost any dish like I'll find an herb to just um, add the flavor whether it's potatoes chicken steak you know whatever um, even some of my sweet recipes like I've paired like a few like I did I think a lemon and thyme olive oil cake mm. and um, you know that flavor was really good <laughs> you know so um, I just I think herbs will definitely kind of elevate that recipe to the next level that's I awesome. need to be better about herbs okay. <laughs> I need to be better yeah. yes 
I'm interested since we kind of chatted about the little eats and yeah. things now bringing it back to beautiful mm -hmm. eats and things. And I think you, the words you used were like the grown and sexy vibe. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You liked it like that. That's what that I'm trying like, to oh. do. <laughs> I love it. So, so what, so of course, like that, that tip on herbs is huge. Mm -hmm. Was there ever, and it's okay if you don't know this off the top of your head, but was there like a post that had a ton of engagement on that social media platform or anything that you were like, wow, like people really want to see this or, or a theme kind of evolving on that page? Like when I first started or? Or just in general that you've noticed um, kind of a pattern. I've noticed um, kind of like my, my one pot recipes, like the okay. ones that are like those easy recipes. I notice I get more engagement on those and I'm trying to do more of those recipes, but I think everybody's kind of more wanting that simple, easy, quick fix uh, meal solution. So um, anytime I'm posting those, I see a trend of like, I'm getting more saves, more engagement on those posts. Um, so I'm trying to, to bring more of those your way. So we'll, we'll see if I can come up with some more. I'm obsessed with this frozen waffle sandwich and actually I bought frozen waffles two days ago, maybe after yes. talking your page in, um, in preparation for this conversation. Yes. I was like, I haven't had those in so long, but yeah. made that look with like, I think there's bacon and yeah. something else and like, it just looks so uh -huh. good. <laughs> yeah. My kids love frozen waffles, so I have to keep them on hand, but you know, I'm like, well, what else can I do with, with these waffles? You know? Uh, always thinking of ideas. <laughs> that is great. So if you could, uh, and Jenna, I don't know if you noticed this, but we jumped right into this interview well, and did no, not. I do, have <laughs> We usually do a this or that. So I oh, have an okay. additional question that I want to ask. So we're going to pull this off with you. Okay. We were just too excited and got right into it. So Jenna, okay. you start with this or that. I'm going to end on a different question and then we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. okay. Ready? This is like so, and we didn't even cheers. Like, what's wrong yeah. with us? Today? Well, I didn't even have anything. Meanwhile, I'm drinking my water because yeah. it's so hot here. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, off the top of your head, uh -huh. vodka or tequila? Vodka. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Wine or beer? Wine. It's wine season, um, yeah. but where you are, it's hot all the time, right? It's wine season all the time. <laughs> yeah, wine season. Um, yeah, morning, <laughs> noon, night. <laughs> um, so being that we've been in quarantine for quite some time now, mm -hmm. this question might be a little bit more complicated, but do you prefer a Netflix and chill night or a night out on the town? <laughs> um, Netflix and chill because sometimes those heels make my feet hurt. So <laughs> I just want to stay at home. <laughs> yeah. um, cooking or baking? Cooking. I love that. Baking mm -hmm. is way too complicated for me personally. Yeah, I'm not the best baker. So. Uh, and one more, runny yolk or hard-boiled egg? Uh, probably a hard-boiled egg. I'm getting into the runny yolk. I'm getting into it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> it still scares me. It still scares yeah. me, but I'll get there. I'll get yeah. there. And then if you could have one thing in limitless quantities that's not money, what would it be? Chocolate. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. I'm like a chocolate covered waffle right now. Yeah. Like yeah. After this yeah. conversation. Uh, it makes me happy. <laughs> Same. Yeah, perfect. So I feel like the question that I had in my mind, Jen, is similar to that one, but a little different. 
if you could only, and now I know this is going to be hard for you. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life. So it could be the whole meal. It could be like maybe a type of cuisine. Uh-huh. Like what would that meal be? Um, a chicken fried rice. Mm, <laughs> I love really that. Too. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can eat it all day, every day. Fried rice. Just like, yeah, I've learned how to make it at home. So yeah. Any secret ingredients that we should be adding into our chicken fried rice? Well, you know that you're supposed to use, um, it's like a day old rice. Like you're not supposed to use freshly cooked rice because it'll start uh, to get mushy in the pan. So like, it's supposed to be rice that's maybe set in the fridge for maybe like a day or so. Ooh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've done it in a walk, it is mushy. So (laughs) now I know why. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to definitely get on your blog <laughs> and look over a lot of different yeah. tips right now. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Andy, thank you so much for just thank sharing you. your smile and your amazing information and energy with us today. For everybody listening, I know there will be so many listeners to this episode. Where is the best way to connect with you and find you and just absorb all of your amazing content? Okay. Uh, well, my website, beautifuleatsandthings.com. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, Beautiful Eats and Things, Facebook, Beautiful Eats and Things. On Twitter, it's Beautiful E-N-T. And then mm-hmm. I'm also on Pinterest. I think that one. Oh, I can't think of that one because that one's a different one too. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, uh, it may be Beautiful E-N-T on Pinterest as well. Um, then TikTok is Beautiful Eats and Things. And then with the Little Eats and Things uh, page, um, everything is Little Eats and Things on Twitter, Pinterest, um, Instagram, everything like that. Awesome. There's so many platforms in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to keep up and it is hard. I'm I was going to say that's so impressive that you had like all of those lists that I'm like, I yeah. only know like my Instagram handle and I forget everything else. Yeah. It's hard. Awesome. I don't know my awesome. passwords to all of those is what I, that made me think of. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for thank sharing you. your energy, your information and for all that you do for all of us. I mean, I can't wait to dive into these recipes even more. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. That was really fun chatting with you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for listening and being here with us. I am virtually cheersing all of you. We absolutely love sipping on a cocktail with you and sharing as many nutrition tipsies as possible during this episode. We know there are a ton of pods out there, and we are so appreciative of your time that you spent listening to us today. Please be sure to check out the show notes for episode details and all of our guest information. We promise to keep bringing you the best and the most knowledgeable and fun guests we possibly can. Please be sure to subscribe, like, share, and post if you enjoyed our content today. And visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Drunk Dietitians to find out what is up next for us on the pod. We absolutely love you. We appreciate you and can't wait to spend more time cheersing with you soon.